0: Welcome to The Long and Short of It, the podcast where two friends share stories that strengthen and truths that transform. These two ladies are guaranteed to give you a good laugh and are also known to shed a few tears. Whether you're a longtime Christian or just curious about God and Christianity, our goal is to encourage, empower, and equip women in the intersection of faith and everyday life. So ready or not, here they come. Please welcome Andrea Waitley and Terry Meyer.
1: Terry, here we are back again and ready to rumble. Are you ready to rumble?
2: I am ready to roll. Oh, ready no. or not, here we go.
1: That's exactly right. I I'm so excited, and we're so appreciative of all the wonderful uh affirmations we've gotten from friends and family and people that we don't even know and it just so uh, has been an expression of what's in our hearts to just make Christ known to know that he is approachable uh, for people to know that he loves them dearly and wants deep
2: and intimate relationship with them. Absolutely. And it's fun to hear from people that we otherwise have not heard from. This is exciting. I must confess it is also a little scary. I'm not going to pretend that this isn't a little step and leap of faith and outside of my comfort zone, but it is a very exciting adventure. It and really so, is. Yeah.
1: And one of the things I'd like for us to just kind of explain to our friends and people listening is we talked last time about that, that we like to give truths that transform and stories that strengthen. And we both feel like we have a part. I feel like my part is the truths that transform and your part is the stories that strengthen. So why don't you go first and tell us about why you focus on stories that strengthen.
2: You know what? I have just found that that's the way God works in my heart and in my life. And he just teaches me and it brings scripture alive. And it's just real life circumstances and situations that he walks me through. And then he shows and reveals his truth from that. And I'm always reminded that in the Bible, in scripture, Jesus uses parables a lot. And those are earthly stories with heavenly meaning and purpose. And so that tends to be the way real life stories and that is truly what has strengthened me and my relationship with the Lord Well, and it's also strengthened so many other people mm-hmm. I can
1: I remember so many of your stories I love the one about God giving you a billboard about Jesus yes. being the way the truth, truth and, and the, the life. life when you were concerned about some people and about some teaching and things and, and, and how God just gave you a billboard yes. as you were tell that as you were driving down the highway
2: well that is such a fun story because I was back doing a university visit with one of my children and we had left and they we had gone to an interfaith service and in the midst of the service we had done multiple uh through in a Christian um, scripture and Jewish meditation and all sorts of different things and I thought Lord I know you're the only way and I was using my Gideon's Bible in my car uh, driving on I-80 going 80 miles an hour and God gave me a billboard on the side of the road John 14 6 I am the way the truth and the life and nobody comes to the Father except through me and so since that time I have never forgotten that scripture so I always say don't hesitate asking for a billboard you may just get one but both Don't be disappointed if you don't. That's exactly (laughs) right.
1: But that story strengthens. And I know that so many people have been strengthened by that because it lets them know that God's aware of them. And for me, truths that transform, like I said last time, I love the Word of God. It Mm -hmm. is the revelation of who He is and what He's like and what He wants from us. And and as one of my favorite teachers says, it's better than you think. And, And it really is. And so for me, the truths that transform is as I read God's word, what's it's a living word it's living and active, active. like Hebrews yes. tells us and it, it cuts to the heart sure. of what's going on in me and, and it's truth that transforms and mm-hmm. something that I've been practicing lately is now instead of reading God's word and going oh I've got to try to do that wow. oh I've got to do that or I better do that better now what I've been doing is I look at God's word and I say Father would you let that be true of me wow. and as I do that I can feel that transformation taking place because Mm. I've asked him to let that be true of me Mm. and something that I've been working on since the first of the year is that something the Lord put on my heart is to uh, stop multitasking Mm. and I think as I'm getting older I find that when I multitask I mess up Really bad. Uh, For example, the other day I was making some chicken and dumplings for a very dear friend who had surgery, and they were just right. I mean, they were just right. They were delicious. And I just kind of turned it down and I thought, well, I'll go do something oh, else no. while these finished cooking. And then I got wrapped <laughs> up in <laughs> the something mess. else. And all of a sudden, I kind of started smelling something oh, that no. didn't smell right. It smelled kind of scorched. And I ran in the kitchen and sure enough, they were starting to scorch oh, on the no. bottom. And I was able to salvage enough from the top for her to be able to once again, that's what multitasking yeah. does. And, and what multitasking is, I think it comes from busyness.
2: Absolutely. It comes yes.
1: from being too busy. It comes from having distractions, diversions.
2: Yes, it, absolutely. Exactly.
1: And, and, you know, the Lord kind of addresses this in Luke 10. You know, we want to talk about those truths that transform and then, uh, Luke uh, chapter 10, in verses, uh, especially, it's the story, the familiar story of Mary and Martha. Mm-hmm. Martha. Martha is the one who invited Jesus to her house. Right, right. She said, come on over, bring the guys off inside. Prepare a and great meal? Yes. Yeah. So you get the idea that Martha maybe wants to just be with Jesus, but then yeah. we see something interesting. She goes to Jesus and she says... Can't you see how busy I am and how hard I'm working? And Mary's just sitting here and got, well, tell her to come join me and help me. And then Jesus says, Martha, Martha, you are distracted by many things and only Mm -hmm. one thing is needful. And Mary's chosen that and I won't take it from her. And what does that do to you when you hear those words?
2: Well, you know what? I must confess, I definitely identified with Martha very early on. I think we have a tendency. Andrea, that we, although we're called human beings, we tend to want to be human doings. Exactly. And we're doers and goers. And I think the reality is, Jesus is just asking us to sit at the feet and to soak in his word and to soak in his truths. And I think that's such a beautiful illustration. I love that story because it's such a reminder that sometimes we get caught up in the busyness and the distractions and the diversions of this world and forget to be intentional about spending time with him. I think we, as someone once told me, a wise woman, um, That instead of trying so much, how about if we sit and trust? And that Mm -hmm. has been such a reminder to me because I like to replace the word try with the word trust and quit being a human doing.
1: Right, right. He never called us to be doers. of Yes, we're doers of the
2: word, but that doing
1: comes from the time we spend with him, not trying to uh, get his attention or trying to get his approval or or measure, exactly. It said he wants us to be with him.
0: Andrea and Terry will be right back after this short break. We just want to take a moment to say thank you. This ministry could not and would not operate without you. If you feel led to partner with us in the work that we're doing, you can donate through PayPal by searching Cross My Heart 2002. You can also find that link in the description below. You can also partner with us for free by becoming a share supporter. When you share our content on social media, it helps us tremendously to reach women everywhere. It's also helpful to like, comment, and tag your friends. Once again, thank you so much for your continued support.
1: what makes me sad about this story is that Martha's busyness and her being distracted was robbing her of the very idea and very truth that Jesus was in the room. I mean, think about it. He was there in the room. She had invited him. And it's like, you invite a guest and
2: then you disappear right right and that's what jesus was saying you invited me here and then you disappeared. right you're more concerned about the details of the house and the cooking and all of that and how often are we guilty of doing the same thing you know what are we a hostess you know, with hospitality, or are we more concerned about the way the house looks or the food that we've prepared, or are we making them feel welcome and focusing in on our guests? I think that's a great reminder. Exactly, because
1: the whole idea of hospitality and hostessing is so that we can be a picture of what heaven is like, and the most significant thing about heaven is you belong here. I mean, think about that. There is nothing that makes me feel more loved and more welcomed than to have that sense of this is where
2: you belong. And, and I've prepared a place for you. Yes. I welcome you into this space. Exactly. That's what Jesus has done for each one of us. Exactly. Yes. And and we know so many women who just fill
1: their uh, lives with so much activity. Yeah. And how many times when you ask somebody, how are you doing? Oh, I'm busy. I'm right. just so busy. Right. And it's like, are you happy, though? Are you right. at peace? Are you experiencing joy? Are you... Uh, is life good? Are you embracing yeah. life or are you dreading life? Are you exhausted? Are you worn out? Yeah. Someone asked a uh, Christian philosopher, Dallas Willard, what was the secret to really following Jesus? What does it mean to really uh, be like Jesus? Mm-hmm. And his answer was so astounding. He said, eliminate hurry. Wow. He said, eliminate hurry from your life. He said, because Jesus was never in a hurry.
2: Mm.
1: And Terry, I know that I am at my worst when I'm in a hurry. I remember as a young mother trying to make my children hurry and losing patience with them Mm -hmm. and getting out of sorts with them and uh, creating a horrible atmosphere because Mm. I was in a hurry. And hurry is an emotion now there's nothing wrong with planning well to be on time right Uh, there's nothing wrong with having to do some things quickly but we should never be in that atmosphere of hurry because it robs us of our peace
2: well and i find it interesting because i again must confess i think sometimes earlier on i was addicted to busyness and you know what? I think that it awarded me a badge or an honor because I'm busy. I think it. we sometimes equate it to importance or what we're involved in. And I have found I have been really intentional about trying to replace the word busy with having... Life is full because in God's word, it tells us to have life. God provides us a life to be abundant and to be full, not to be busy. I think busyness. um, I heard something. I read something once that said busy is being under Satan's yoke. And I thought, Oh, that is such a perfect reminder of it. It's such from the pit of hell. And it's Mm -hmm. such a, and I I think what we tend to do, you find that there's no beatitude, blessed are the busy. (laughs) And yet, sometimes I think we think it's a beatitude that we're blessed if we're busy. And you know, it doesn't. Produce the spiritual fruit. Um, you know what? That there isn't the fruitfulness that comes from that. I think it's just a distraction. Mm-hmm. Now we say D words usually come from the enemy. Yeah. So, isn't that the
1: truth? Yeah. But it is true. And I also think that busyness also can be used as a uh, protection against mm-hmm. ever really Absolutely. just being still and being mm-hmm. quiet. I have found so many women have a hard time just being still, yes. just being quiet quiet. You don't have to fill every moment with activity. You don't have to fill every moment with something to do. I think in our culture, especially our Western culture, we put a lot of emphasis on being productive, Mm -hmm. that we must be productive. And I think that's what causes the multitasking is how productive can I be? How many tasks can I get done in one moment? And Whoever said that we had to be productive, in fact, uh, the other day, the Lord just dropped something in my spirit, and I felt like he was saying that busyness says I must be productive, mm. but just being lets me be fruitful, mm. and I, I thought there is such a difference in for let the world be productive. Yes. Let yes. them try to reach the top of the ladder of success, let them try to make all the money, let them try to be the fashionista or whatever. But as believers, as women who love Jesus, how can I be fruitful? And I know one of your favorite verses is Galatians 5 about the fruit of the Spirit.
2: So, So how does that
1: play into, how can being fruitful help us be more fruitful in the fruit of the Spirit?
2: Well, I think it just is evident by what that particular scripture says, because the fruit of the spirit is love and joy and peace and patience and faithfulness and kindness and self-control and all of those things. And I think we recognize those things are missing when we're hurried and when we're rushed and when we're busy. It's so interesting to me because one of my words this year is the word margin. And it's so interesting because you don't hear that very often. And as I've just been digging, and you don't even necessarily read it in scripture, but margin is a healthy balance. It's a gap between rest and exhaustion. It's a space between breathing freely and suffocating. And the margin is the opposite of overload. And so my prayer has been, Lord, create in me margin help help me embrace that place and you know we just look in scripture and it talks about Sabbath rest you know six days they worked but on the seventh they rested there is a place for that and I don't know why we've associated that with guilt I think we tend to be guilty feel guilty if we aren't constantly producing but I think the television, I think the media, I think the radio, the work, everyone out there is telling us otherwise. And the reality is, we are to rest in this sweet place. Um, of spending time with Jesus and at his feet, soaking and saturating in his word. Exactly. In fact, he said, Come unto me if yes. you're weary and heavy and I will give you
1: rest. Yes. And the literal translation of that is I will rest you. And I, I think about a newborn baby mm-hmm. when it when you lay it lay him in his mother's arms, you don't have to convince that baby to be still. You don't mm-hmm. have to convince that newborn to just Lay there and trust his mother's arms. He just doesn't. Yes. And that's exactly what Jesus has for us. He wants us to do everything from the place of rest. He doesn't want us to strive. He doesn't right. want us to struggle. Right. He wants Strain. us to. Yes, yes the trying. trying. Well, right. it's like I, I always used to tell no, you. you no. Know, the
2: minute I say, I'm trying, I'm trying to be, be a, like, a good mother. I'm yes. trying to be a good wife. I'm trying to be a good teacher. I'm trying. And you just looked at me and said, what about trusting instead of trying i was like oh! <laughs> conviction but I have never forgotten it and I have shared it a lot of times with a lot of people ever since then because let's replace that word try with trusting does, and that's exactly what a baby all does the difference. and yes. that's what
1: a baby does and it's also just what it does to your body Yes. Uh, when I say I'm trying I can feel everything in yes. me tense up mm-hmm. but the minute I use the words I'm trusting everything in me relaxes and I'm trusting the one who loves me perfectly who loves me deeply who mm-hmm. loves me well and only wants the best for me and i'm not going to impress him with how much i do right. but i can enjoy his delight and pleasure when i just sit in the being yeah. when i operate out of being who he wants me to be right and and i love that uh, idea that we're to eliminate hurry from yeah. our lives and replace it with just that calm assurance that jesus has us and he's taking us right where he wants us to go
2: yes i think that is i think that's a beautiful reminder of the truth of it all yeah that it takes us right back to exactly where he wants us at the feet of jesus
1: amen and we hope that that's where we find all of you next time
0: thank you so much for joining us today We hope and pray that you feel equipped and encouraged. Until next time, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and anywhere podcasts are streamed. From all of us here, it crossed my heart. Have a very blessed day.